Transformation, it's such a sexy word and so many people use that word, especially in the coaching and personal development industry. And transformation is incredible, but let's be realistic. When we're moving through it, it's not always easy. It doesn't always feel majestic. Sometimes it can feel downright uncomfortable. And why is that? Well, I think that when we are going through any form of evolution or transformation is that change is required in the process. And if I even think about astrology for a moment, whether we talk about the planet Pluto, is that Pluto is a planet of birth death and transformation. And when you even just share the words that are associated with that uh, archetype is that there is death required before rebirth can occur. You're listening to Christy Unedited, the podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Gray. Christy Unedited started as a raw and relatable conversation, and it always will be, but it's become so much more than that. Each week, a few special souls dish out some authentic truths as we navigate together the exploration of self. Thanks so much for listening. Let the magic begin. Hi gorgeous and welcome to this week's episode on the podcast which is a solo episode with me and we're going to be diving into the topic of transformation. I talk so much about transformation whether it's online, I've spoken about it in the podcast before, it's a really key point in the KG brand but I think there's an element of transformation that I don't believe is talked about enough which is the death and rebirth that's required when we talk about transformation. Because when we are leaning into any form of evolution and transformation, it means we're going to need to let go of something first, which can be challenging, difficult, hard. And why is that? And how can you look for cues to help you to surrender and lean into your transformation? But before we do that, I have a couple of updates for you first. First up, I wanted to say a really big thank you to everybody that sent me messages, voice notes on my last solo episode, which was sharing my experience and my relationship with my father. I feel incredibly overwhelmed by your support, and I just wanted to say that your messages didn't go unnoticed, and if you didn't tune into that episode, you can head back as it was live a couple of weeks ago, and it gave you some insight as to what I have been navigating lately, but also where the podcast is going moving forward. So it was a little bit of a business life update from me to you. So thank you if you did send me a message. Secondly, I have some really exciting news. So lo and behold, I have been doing podcast analytics reporting since the podcast's inception, which was in October 2019. And guess what? I'm a Virgo. I'm normally very good with attention to detail, but there's been one podcast platform in particular where I actually was recording the analytics incorrectly. And I had missed thousands, and I'm talking thousands of downloads I didn't even realize. And it was so interesting because I stumbled across those this week. And the podcast across three platforms has had over 11,000 podcasts downloads to date, which is incredibly wild. 
I cannot believe that we have surpassed that number together. So without you tuning in and being a part of this community, I wouldn't be able to have reached that milestone. So that is just as much my celebration as it is yours. So I wanted to say a really big thank you. And that has given me this like extra push um, to continue to drive, elevate and invite some incredible guests on the podcast for you. I'm so excited by this new format, um, being able to connect with you on a fortnightly basis and then of course introduce a guest on the podcast on a fortnightly basis as well. And I was just mapping out today all of the podcast guests that are on their final stages of confirmation or they're already confirmed and we have guests lined up for you up until almost the last quarter of this year, which is so exciting because we're only in May and there's some incredible topics that we're going to be covering off. They include human design. As you know, that is definitely not my forte, but I know some incredible women that it is theirs. Um, We're diving into self-sabotage, money mindset, um, also coming out of the closet as a witch. We're going to have some business tips that we're going to alchemize throughout and also incredibly important topics like endometriosis. So I cannot wait to share some of these really incredible guests with you. And lastly, if you appreciate a system and love some organization, then I worked fearlessly in the background last week as I created four plug and play notion packs, which are linked in the show notes below. Now, if you are a notion fan or not, you may be a Trello fan, you can actually migrate your Trello into notion, fun fact, Um, or you may have not have heard of notion at all. Notion, is like the website or app for my life. Everything that I used to house in Trello, the Notes app, on my iPhone, on Evernote, like I had all these different systems absolutely everywhere. And it used to frustrate me that not everything was all in one place. And so over the last six months, my friend Maz introduced me to Notion and I have spent hours understanding Notion, setting up my Notion. Now, it's completely customizable. That's why I've spent so long doing it. But the first day I put aside time to set up my Notion, which was on this dreary Sunday last year, it took me about six hours to set it up. But of course, I was getting a lot of comments on how people were inspired by my notion. However, they didn't either have the time to set it up or they were wanting some additional inspiration. So I have created four notion plug and play packs. So you can start alchemizing your own notion and taking, I should say, giving you back some time that you otherwise might lose. So there is a productivity pack, an own your magic pack, a podcast pack, and a goals pack. So the productivity pack is really good if you love systems for organizing your day. And in the productivity pack, it includes a getting things done template. Um, And I've linked everything to the productivity methodology so you can understand a little bit more about why I chose that. And these are also systems that I use in my own life. Uh, There's also a weekly planning template, um, a habit tracker, and a weekly and monthly check-in list. 
in the podcast pack. This is a really great pack if you are either thinking about starting a podcast or you do have a podcast and you are wanting to get some systems in place and just make sure that you're not just hitting record and putting it out into the world. And so this includes a podcast vision template so that you can really collate all of your ideas together, a podcast checklist, a podcast guest plan, and a podcast episode checklist. And I've also included a lot of the links for the um, elements that I use and have used to get the podcast up and running. And with 11,000 downloads and counting, um, I think definitely having a system around making your podcast a success is crucial. Now, Own Your Magic was an online course that I have in my business and ran over last year, and it has definitely become a signature staple within the business, whether it's using the terminology Own Your Magic or whether it's actually about embodying that every day. And so I have created an Own Your Magic pack, um, which has got a lot of the tools and concepts that we explore in the Own Your Magic course. This includes a You're the Star template, which takes you through your superpowers, your strengths, and your values, and why they're important when aligning them with your goals. There's a template for your very own dream board, so you don't have to create your own vision board. Um, The template's there, and it's ready for you to use. There's also a Future Self template, because there's some really interesting studies that have been done on if you can visualize your future self and what that routine looks like, um, you're more likely to achieve that. Now, this is a very um, practical template, but there's opportunities for you to bulk it out with whatever you're visualizing in your life. And there's an expanded template, which has some of my favorite questions, including journaling prompts to help you to step into your most magical self. Now, lastly, I have created a goals pack and this also includes my um, four-step methodology to creating incredible goals um, because every time I work with clients, we're essentially working towards their big goals and dreams. But I have to be incredibly honest with you. It's so easy and I see this happen a lot where people create goals and they're either not inspiring enough or they haven't thought of the goal from a 360 degree approach and that actually stops them from even taking the first step or forgetting about them and moving on to something else later. And so I have put together this pack which includes a brainstorming session, a clarifying session, an eliminating obstacle session and liftoff. It does create you are going to need to do a lot of work in this one, but if you follow this four-step process, you will definitely be rewarded. Obviously, it doesn't discount working with a coach or a strategist to help you to remain accountable and to help to expand your perspective, um, but this is definitely something that I am going to be sharing with all of my glow-up clients because this is just something that we not only use in that particular uh, program, it's going to be something that they can continue to use moving forward as well. So that's a little bit of an update of what I have been working on behind the scenes. And of course, if you've ever got any questions, you can loop it back to me, um, whether it's on any of those packs or all things Notion. Okay, there was a lot of information in a short space of time. So let's take a big, deep breath together. (sighs) Okay, I hope you're ready because I'm ready to dive into the topic of transformation with you. 
And as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode is that I think that transformation, it's such a sexy word and so many people use that word, especially in the coaching and personal development industry. And transformation is incredible, but let's be realistic. When we're moving through it, it's not always easy. It doesn't always feel majestic. Sometimes it can feel downright uncomfortable. And why is that? Well, I think that when we are going through any form of evolution or transformation is that change is required in the process. And if I even think about astrology for a moment, whether we talk about the planet Pluto um, and Pluto rules Scorpio, so those archetypes have similarities between them, is that Pluto is a planet of birth death and transformation. And when you even just share the words that are associated with that uh, archetype is that there is death required before rebirth can occur. And that is, in my opinion, the area of transformation that isn't talked about enough. And so when I started thinking about wanting to dive into this topic with you, I took some time in the shower because that is where my best thinking happens. Is that where the best thinking happens for you too? I truly think it's because for one, water is cleansing and two, there is no distractions. So it's not like I can pick up my phone and write some notes down and I have to just center myself and think about what's coming up for me. But I was thinking, like, how can I recognize the signs in my life when I've been push to evolve or I'm in the process of transformation, like what are those cues that I experience? And some of the notes that I wrote down on this topic was, I think the first thing I always notice, and this I think comes in two ways, I'm either being pushed to evolve because I'm too comfortable or I'm almost past my expiry date and I need to transform and quickly. And that could be a process that I'm either leaning into and embracing, or there might be a few sticky parts of that along the way. But I think the first thing I always recognize is something feels off. And it will either be a feeling that I'm getting, or it might be like um, when I'm in meditation and I'm just, there's like an element of uncertainty. And I think this is because our inner compass, um, you know, however you want to frame this, it could be your soul, it could be your intuition. Um, I like using the term inner compass. You could use heart. It, things just feel like they're a little off kilter. Like it's almost like you've got an inkling and your subconscious mind that you're kind of not on the right track and there's either a message or a sign or an action that you need to take to help you to build on some momentum. The second thing I've taken note of is that I tend to hit roadblocks. So what will happen is I feel like the bloody universe is blocking me from getting where I need to go. And I think that's because I'm either not on the right path or I'm trying to skip a few steps. Have you had this come and show up for you in your life too? Like you know where you want to go and so you're trying to like catapult to that end result but you're missing some of the magic along the way. And so I think if you're hitting roadblocks, it's either because you're not going in the right direction and you need to course correct, 
Or you need to take a step back and actually reflect on where you're currently at and also where you need to go and what is going to be required from you to get from A to B. Because it's so easy for us to, again, it's so sexy, right, to get to our end goal, but isn't always the magic and the journey and not the destination. And I think because we live in such a fast-paced digital age, we're always trying to get somewhere quicker than the universe is ready for us to, to deliver what is actually waiting in our distance or our peripheral. And then the third thing is that you're seeking, or I've found myself, I should say, seeking external validation. It's almost like I intuitively already know what's required of me, but it might be in a a conversation with somebody else, or I might look at my natal chart, or there's been times which I have tried to eliminate this year um, where I've looked externally for um, insights or teachings And I've realized giving my power over to other people to to make decisions for me, whether that's a type of healer or a shaman, isn't in my best interests or a sense of empowerment. Now, I love using methodologies. I'd be I'm totally biased. Like I love astrology. It's probably my favorite one. And it's purely because of the fact that it gives me this incredible um, sense of self-acceptance. And so then it's actually allowing me to feel empowered to make decisions that are right for me in that moment. And I also love with astrology is everything cyclic. So my favorite transits and activations always come in threes. And so what that means is we get three opportunities to get where we need to go. Fun fact, huh? And so sometimes we don't get things straight away, but it's the universe isn't giving up on us. They're gonna, it's going to give us additional energetic um, activations to help us to keep moving forward. And it's up to us what we do with that. Um, but we, whether it's astrology or human design, or you complete a personality profile online, it could be the five love languages or disc profiling. Um, I was asked this question at an event not that long ago, I was like, what was my thoughts on you know human design versus astrology? And what I shared was, I actually have no problem whatsoever with what anybody dives into. I think it's amazing. I love it because it keeps the conversation going. It's also encouraging people to really trust themselves and trust the process. And so I think this is the beautiful thing is every single modality or methodology, if it helps you to feel more empowered, and in addition to that, it helps to give you light bulb moments so that you feel empowered to succeed and show up as the best version of yourself. Honey, I am here for it. And so I think it's really important that you can do one of two things. You might be looking for somebody to give you the answers. And I'm so incredibly blessed, like 95% of the people that I get to connect with already know that they are empowered to find the answers for themselves. But there's that small 5% that comes to me and they want me to give them all the answers, which I'm 100% able to give you insights, but it's up to you what you do with them. But then there's this other school of thought that I have is when somebody can be the catalyst for your transformation. Like I was having a conversation with a coach the other day and she asked me this question. And at the time, it didn't land for me, but within 10 minutes of finishing our conversation, I had an incredible light bulb moment like that. And I was like, holy shit, 
I had completely discounted even thinking of that. And it's purely because she had facilitated a powerful question for me. And so I think if you're showing up in a place of, I'm here with a growth mindset, I want to become empowered and I'm open to the experience, then, hey, getting some validation externally is great as long as you're not giving over your power to somebody else. And so they were, that was kind of the three points that I thought about, okay, these are the signs that I see that show up in my life. And even some of the clients that have shared what has shown up for them um, when working with them. But then I was thinking, okay, we experience these moments, but why is change and transformation so scary? And the reason is, is because transformation is change and growth is required in the form of transformation and evolution. And, you know, I always love sharing anything in threes because, did you know, if you share more than three, it creates cognitive overload. And as from an adult learning perspective, is that we're only ever to digest and sit with three at a time. So I was thinking, okay, I think the biggest thing is, is that transformation or change is scary because there's a fear of what's new. And I think of like, it's so easy to remain comfortable, isn't it? Because when we remain comfortable, we are almost creating a false sense of certainty because as human beings, we, our brain always wants to keep us safe. And so we love sitting in certainty, not that anything's certain. Um, But when we have something new on the horizon, that's when uncertainty creeps in. It's because we can't anticipate what's to come. So it's safer for us to stay the same than embrace something new. Also, fear of the uncomfortable, right? When we're uncomfortable, there's discomfort that's coming with that. And when we're uncomfortable, it's because we have to replace one thing with something else. So we need to let go of something familiar for the unfamiliar. Again, it's like there's fear in that change that's occurring. And then the other one I thought of was the fear of failure. But you could also think of this as the fear of success. Because when we have, when we're afraid of failing, that could show up for us in so many different ways. It could be humiliation. We might not think we're good enough. That could also be tied to our worthiness um, from a psychology perspective. But fear of success is like a sense of loss in the process. And to be really transparent with you, there's been lots of times throughout starting my business where I've had more of a fear of success than failure. Like, I don't ever really think of failure because I take action so often um, because for me, action is momentum. It's how I also operate under stress. So I'll seek out action independence. Thank you, Aries Moon, um, when I'm under pressure or stress because that helps me to build momentum. But fear of success has showed up for me multiple times and it's normally when I'm leveling up in my business, it's when I reach a new income bracket, it's when I might take on a client that I've perceived to be high profile in some regard. Um, It's so interesting, we're so weird as human beings, aren't we? But for me, I think of like, as my business grows, I'm like, oh, how's my lifestyle going to change? 
right? Because I've created this really beautiful lifestyle and I could a hundred percent like increase the volume in my business. Um, but it's because there's change that's associated with that. So I feel like I'm losing something. This is how our brain works, by the way, which is um, incredible that it wants to keep us safe. But what it can do is it creates this narrative for us that really isn't true. And it leaves us feeling stuck or stagnant in the process. Now, as you know, I'm super passionate about using astrology for self-acceptance because that helps me to validate who I am. It also helps to give you validation if we're working together. But then combining that with mindset, so reframing our perspective and using powerful questions to help us seek a new perspective, coupled with a strategy that helps me, and it's also my objective with you, it helps to move you from preparation into action. Now, you might be thinking, okay, where's that coming from? Preparation into action. You may have heard me talk about that before. And there is a model that I am super passionate about because I used to use it a lot in my learning and development career. And you may have heard of it before, and it's called the stages of change model. And it was really interesting because I used to facilitate this a lot when I worked in learning and development. But then when I studied as a personal trainer, oh my goodness, like that feels like a lifetime ago, Um, is that they used to talk a lot about the stages of change model when I completed that certification because so many people set goals to become a healthier version of themselves or they join a gym when it's the first week of a new year. And then what happens is it's a really great example of somebody can have the best of intentions, but they either never take any action towards it or they can completely fall off the bandwagon after they've created momentum and they're back at square one again. And so the six stages of change are pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance, and then relapse. And so I'm going to give you a little bit of insight into this now because, and I really encourage you, like if this is something interesting, like if you've been working towards some goals this year in 2021 and you feel like you're not gaining momentum, or if you feel like you keep getting stuck in a rut, like this is definitely worth exploring because you can pinpoint and identify where you're at right now. And when I'm not building the momentum that I want in my life, this is the first thing I think of is like, where am I sitting on this model? And so pre-contemplation is when you've just had that thought or idea, like it's come into your mind. And so if we keep using the analogy of like getting healthy, like living your best year yet in 2021, as you go, oh, okay, Maybe, you, this is when you have the thought, mm, maybe I need to go to the gym or maybe, maybe I need to start eating healthy, right? It's just an idea. There's nothing more than that. Contemplation is when you start thinking about it. Okay, so maybe I need to start eating healthy. What is really going to be required of me to do that, right? That means I might have to change up my routine. I'm going to have to start shopping somewhere um, like the markets to get some more healthier produce. Or mm, I wonder if there's a gym nearby. So you start to join the dots in this process. You've then got preparation, which is the next part of the stages of change. This is when you like start doing your research. So you're almost ready to start taking action. You're like, okay, I need to like make this, start making this a reality. 
though you haven't necessarily taken the first step of what you're wanting to do, but you're putting some steps in place to do that. So you might hire a personal trainer or not necessarily hire one, but start looking for one. You may research what gym you want to join. You may um, subscribe to a new eating regime. Um, This is when you're really starting to put the wheels in motion. The next one is my favorite one, which is action. This is when you take that first next step. This is when you're inspired to actually like do the damn work. And this is whether it is exercising, whether it's joining that class, whether it's starting your first day on your new meal plan, whatever that looks like, you've taken action towards it. Now, the next step is maintenance. And that's the easy part, right? You've already done the action. And so this is what I find with myself is because, you know, in my previous life before Saturn return, I was like the most unhealthy person on the planet. And my Saturn return changed everything for me. And I competed in a fitness model competition back in 2014. And so I learned some really incredible skills then around eating, around exercising and balancing mind, body, spirit. It was such an incredible experience for me and it was life-changing. Now, what I find in my life is because I have so many of those actions ingrained in my brain is that I can fall off the wagon one day and then it's almost like it just happens without me thinking about it. I can get back up on that bandwagon the next day. But when we're creating new neural pathways in the brain, so say for instance, you're eating healthy for the very first time or you're exercising in a new way for the very first time, if you slip up, it's going to be harder for you to get back on that on that bandwagon. And so you want the more, the longer, I should say, you sit in maintenance, the easier it is for you to get back on that horse. But it depends because our internal world and our external world can impact how we show up in the world. And then the last one is relapse. And that is what I just explained. It's like when you fall off the bandwagon, how quickly are you going to get back on it? But what I find is probably more so with some of the conversations I have online is because I spend a lot of time in my DMs talking to people, especially because a lot of people are interested in astrology or what I offer with life strategy is I always say I'm incredibly lucky because I work with so many action takers. It's like, I'm like, here's the information, let's collaborate together. And then they go and run with it. But a lot of the conversations I can have in my DMs is that people can sit between pre-contemplation and contemplation. And then they'll step into preparation and they might send me a DM about something. And then they go back to contemplation because they think it's sitting there and thinking about it again. And this is where a lot of people stay as they think about the thing, but they never do the thing. And then they might go, oh, okay, I'm ready to take action now. But then they go back to preparation and contemplation because it feels too hard because remembering transformation is scary. And so what I would invite you to do this week is to think about and reflect on where are you at in regards to your 2021 transformation? What have you been working towards this year that's really setting your soul alight? Do you feel like you've been taking Um, inventory on where you're at and building momentum towards your big goals and dreams? Have you been slowing down this Taurus season or have you been ramping things up? Take note of where you're at and also where you dream of going and then 
pinpoint and identify where well, you're at on the stages of change model. Do you need to take more action or are you already in maintenance mode? Are you still hanging out back in pre-contemplation? That will give you incredible insight, not only as to who you are as a person, but what step do you need to move into to work through the stages of change? So I hope this information has been insightful. I hope these life strategy tips and insights, you can apply them in your own life. As always, I love hearing from you. So please, after you've listened to this episode, send me an email or DM me on the gram and share your key takeout from this episode. And then in addition to that, I'd love to hear where you're sitting on the stages of change model. The other part to this is if you have a question, you would love me to answer for you on the podcast and it can be related to absolutely anything. You might be navigating some change in your own life and wanting some tips and techniques to help you to move through it. You may have an astrology question based on your natal chart or there might be something else that you have had in the back of your mind, but you haven't had the courage to ask yet. Well, I invite you to please submit your question to me. There is a link in the show notes below for you to send a voice message to me, which is 90 seconds long, and I will feature it on the podcast and also answer your message. So please, I would love to hear from you and any questions that you have, which you're seeking answers to. If you've loved connecting with me on this episode and you're ready to start your own transformation, there's a number of ways we can work together. Whether you're looking for a power hour, a strategy, or a three-month program, my number one objective is to help you master confidence, gain clarity, and transform your lifestyle. We make magic together through my unique life strategy and astrology approach. Just think, an overhaul to your mindset and perspective with a rock-solid plan to help you achieve your big goals and dreams. Get in touch if you'd love to learn more. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. If you love this conversation, please rate it, review it, or send it to somebody that may vibe with it. Or you can subscribe to stay up to date with the latest. I'll catch you next time.